What is up, Smash Squad? Welcome back to this week's episode. I'm your host, Ashley Randall, and this is Smash Talk. Welcome back, guys. It's Mic Drop Monday, and I am so excited to have you here. If this is your first time listening to Mic Drop Monday, buckle up, because we are going to have a good freaking time together. These are short little episodes, about 30 minutes or less, where I do exactly that. Drop the mic on whatever topic I'm feeling or story I'm wanting to share. So I hope you enjoy, and I will, as always, see you inside. Hey, guys. What's up? Welcome back. Today, we are doing a hot take on Macros 101. I am going to break this down for you and hopefully give you some really good insight on what macros should look like. I know this is a real hot topic right now and a lot of people um, are talking about it. And myself, if you don't know, I am a certified nutrition coach. I have a degree in fitness and nutrition in kinesiology from San Diego State. So I have been practicing and studying this for over a decade and a half. And it's really, truly something that I'm very, very passionate about. So again, if you guys didn't know, you can check out my program. It's called Body Take Back. And in that program, I teach you guys exactly how to become basically the CEO of your own body. You know, my whole mentality is that I feel like the nutrition and the fitness industry, it's like all this gatekeeping. You know, they're not telling you what you want to learn. It's like, oh, you need me as a coach to write your program. You need me as a coach to tell you a meal plan and like what to eat. Like, oh, it's Tuesday and Billy Joe, my my nutrition you know, coach said I have to eat chicken and rice on Tuesday. Like that's not practical. It's not practical. And what ends up happening is when Billy Joe and the meal plan goes away, we go completely off plan. We just like derail. We don't really know what the heck we're supposed to be doing because we've been living off of someone else's plan, someone else's structure. So inside my program, I really teach you how to, again, become the CEO of your own body, learn how to lift, learn how to program, learn what your body needs, what it responds to, learn what truly works for you not again just following what worked for somebody else that that is a complete waste of time and quite frankly a complete waste of money my whole philosophy is you know that old saying of if you give somebody a fish they'll eat for a day but if you teach them to fish they'll eat for life and that is exactly how i work with all of my clients i want to empower every single one of you to really know what you're taking into your body what you're purchasing from the grocery store why this matters why this is important why certain workouts are going to give you different results all of that stuff okay so today i really want to just give a quick overview on macros i just taught a private master class on this so if you're not following me on instagram definitely make sure that you start following me on instagram at Ashley Randall Fit, because that is where I do so much of my coaching, so many free resources there for you. And again, I have um, a monthly masterclass that you can take, and I'll really dive a lot deeper into this, as well as you'll leave with custom macros based on your goal. So first things first that I want to jump into (laughs) about this is the scale. Let's talk about the scale. I hate the scale. In fact, I think it's completely irrelevant. You can have a pound of feathers and you can have a pound of cement. Okay. They both weigh a pound, but they're going to look completely different. You're going to have way more feathers in that pound than you are in cement. 
So when we step on a scale and it tells us a number and it says you weigh this much, like what does that mean? That, that means nothing. We don't know how much of that is our bones, how much of that is muscle mass, how much of that is fat. It is water weight. It is an arbitrary number that just says, today you have this much mass moving around on your bones, on your meat suit. <laughs> like what? It's so irrelevant. And so that's one of the first things that I really try to work with people on is let's get rid of that scale. It doesn't matter. Let's pay attention to some other things. Let's pay attention to how are our clothes fitting. Maybe we take some current and after photos and we see, okay, what is that looking like? Maybe we take some measurements and we're able to see, wow, I've lost you know, a half an inch or an inch around my waist or around my thighs. Those are the real things that matter because that's how you're going to know that you're losing fat. And one thing that I can't stand is people will say, uh, oh my gosh, I weighed myself today and I gained a pound. No, 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 honey. <laughs> you didn't gain a pound. First of all, let's break down what actually gaining a pound means. In order to gain a pound, put an actual true pound on your body, you have to take in 300 and I'm sorry, 3,500 more calories than normal. So 3,500 more calories than normal in order to truly gain a pound of fat on your body. I'm going to break down what that means. So let's say we'll just keep this really simple for mathematical purposes. Let's say you burn 2,000 calories just doing your life, waking up from the time you're awake to the time you go to sleep, from activities to working out to you know just living. It costs 2,000 calories to, to keep your body up and running, okay? So now let's say you took in Again, we'll just keep this simple for math purposes. You took in 2,000 calories. Okay, so if you burn 2,000 and you took in 2,000, you're at an even zero. That means you didn't gain any, you didn't put any extra in, and you didn't have any less. You're not at a deficit, you're not at a surplus. So when someone says, oh my gosh, I stepped on the scale today and I gained a pound, I would think my first thought is, okay, so you're telling me that yesterday you had 3,500 more calories than you normally have. You're telling me you had 5,500 calories because again, that's what it would take. If you burn 2,000 and you eat 2,000, you're at a zero. But if you gained weight, you're telling me you had 3,500 more calories. So again, 5,500 calories in one day, and now you're telling me you gained a true pound. That's virtually impossible, virtually impossible, especially for most women. Most women, you ladies, are grossly under eating, grossly, grossly under eating. Like, I mean, I've gotten clients before that have told me, oh, I'm having 50 grams of carbs a day, 50 grams of protein a day. That's nothing. That's barely enough to keep your body alive and functioning, which is exactly why you're not losing weight. That's why you're not losing weight because you're not feeding it enough food. And this is why working with a coach, someone who actually knows what they're talking about, who has a degree, who has been through the true process of learning nutrition and learning the body is really helpful. Because when you just work with someone you know, randomly, let's say on the internet, that's like, oh, I lost 20 pounds and I'm going to help you lose 20 pounds. Like, do they really know what they're talking about? Or are they just going to try to do what worked for them? Again, I, I digress, but I can do that today because today's Mic Drop Monday. 
Anyway, let's get back to the 3,500 calories it takes to gain a pound of fat. So you're telling me again, oh my gosh, I stepped on the scale and it went up a pound. No, what that is, is water weight that can be bloating, that can be a little bit of inflammation, that can be hormones, that can be so many things that are not true weight. And then you get on the scale and and tomorrow you're down a pound. (laughs) No, you didn't technically lose a pound. You just flushed out some water weight. You lost some of that puffiness, that inflammation. A rule of thumb when you're trying to gain or lose weight is how consistent is that? How steadily has that pound or two pounds stayed up or how consistently has it stayed down? If you're able to lose, you know, five pounds and you maintain that for a month, then you have truly lost five pounds of mass off of your body. Same thing goes on the other side. If you have gained five pounds and you truly have those five pounds on you, and you, let's say they're on you for the next month, then chances are you probably truly gained five pounds. But if you're weighing yourself every single day, first of all, you're making yourself absolutely crazy. That's one of the most crazy things you can do. And second of all, the results are not gonna be real. You're all over the place, all over the place. Again, you could have had some inflammation, you could have traveled, you could have had more sodium that day, you could have worked out, so your muscles are retaining some fluid in order to grow and to get stronger. It could be a million different things, not true fat or weight gain. Okay, let's really, really, really hope that that drives you home. Now, when you're thinking about macros, okay, the rule of thumb, and this again, I I use the word rule of thumb because depending on what your goals are, if you're in a cut, if you're in a maintenance, or if you're in a surplus, and again, those are all very different things, and I would go over them in a much more intricate podcast, or I definitely go over them in my masterclass. So if you're looking for that, definitely make sure you look out, follow me on Instagram, and get into that masterclass monthly, okay? But depending on what your goal is, the rule of thumb is that you want to be taking in about 0.8 to one gram of protein per lean muscle mass you have on your body. Now, you might say, well, how do I know how much muscle mass I have? Bingo, you don't. You have to get that tested. You have to go get a DEXA scan or a body scan or a body fat test. Because again, if if someone just says, Ashley, I weigh 150 pounds, but I wanna weigh 120 pounds. Let's say they're 30 pounds overweight. Okay, well, we still don't know how much muscle they have. We have to feed the muscle that you have on your body or prepare to feed the muscle you're trying to grow on your body, okay? So again, if you're wanting to have, let's just say, 130 pounds of muscle, then we need to be feeding your body for 130 pounds of muscle. So that's going to look roughly 120 to 130 grams of protein a day. A day, ladies and gentlemen, but a day. Again, I guarantee you if you look down and you start tracking how much protein you're taking in a day, some of you would be shocked. You would not even be getting close to 100 Okay, and that's important. Muscle is expensive real estate. Fat is not, okay? Fat doesn't need blood, it doesn't need water, it doesn't need oxygen, it doesn't need anything to sit on your body. It just sits there, taking up space. But muscle, muscle costs a lot. It costs a lot of money to have muscle. And by money, I mean food, energy, resources. It costs a lot for your body to keep 
muscle on you. And again, in order to keep that muscle, what that usually looks like is you're burning calories. That's why you've heard the saying, you know, calories at rest. Someone who someone could sit on the couch and burn, you know, 300 calories in a couple hours versus someone who has a bunch of fat on their body, they're not going to. Because the person with all that muscle, they need energy to keep that muscle alive. Their body is just constantly working, constantly working to keep that muscle alive. Okay, so when you're taking in or when you're doing your macros, that would be the rule of thumb. 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per lean muscle mass. Again, you've got to work with a certified coach, someone who truly knows what they're talking about, and someone who can actually calculate that for you properly, not just throwing a dart in the air and hoping that it hits something good, hoping that maybe it works. And you also have to figure out what your goal is. Because the goal with macros, I know a lot of people think like, oh, I don't want to have to count and track and do this my whole life. Like you shouldn't have to have to do this your whole life. Like you shouldn't. What what the goal for macros is, is that you get yourself to a place of maintenance and it just becomes, this is the lifestyle that I maintain with this amount of food. And then if you're wanting to build some muscle, you go into a little bit of a surplus, you grow those muscles, you take in some more calories, you really get those muscles to look bigger and defined. And then you go into a cut. Maybe that cut lasts about six weeks. You lean and trim down some of that fat that is natural to come when you're in a surplus. And then you go back to a maintenance. And you're like, okay, cool. Now my shoulders look better and my butt looks bigger. And all of this, I look great because now I'm just maintaining what I have. I'm feeding my body at what I have. A a really good example that I think sticks with people a lot when I say this is, you know, especially for ladies. (laughs) So... When we, when women lose weight, we, of course, all of us want to keep our butt. Here's the thing. Here's the butt in that is most people, women, most women, their butts are majority fat. Okay. This is another great example. This one hits really good for women listening to this when it comes to your boobs. Okay. So women always complain. As soon as I start losing weight, like my boobs get smaller. It's the first thing that gets smaller. Yeah. You want to know why Sally (laughs) Joe? Because your boobs, unless you got implants, they're about 90% fat. Okay. 90% fat. That is a perfect example of what happens when we start to lose weight. The fat comes off and then we're left with not a whole lot there. Okay. Now let's go back to the butt example with your butt. If you don't have any muscle there, if you haven't been feeding your muscle, if you haven't been eating enough protein, if you haven't been getting enough carbs, if you haven't been eating enough to feed the muscle or to grow your butt or any other muscle on your body, as soon as you lose weight, you're not going to have anything left because you didn't actually have any muscle there. You just had a bunch of fat back there. Okay. And I know this is a little bit (laughs) maybe hard for some of you to swallow, but I think it hits pretty good. It's a very clear example very, very clear. So again, if we want to build that butt and we want that butt to look nice and we want it to be lean, then you have to be in a little bit of a surplus. We have to feed the muscle to grow the butt. We have to feed the muscle. We have to get enough carbs. We have to get enough protein. We have to grow that butt, grow those glutes so that when you do lean out, your butt's still there because it's muscle, not fat. And again, when we try to start cutting and we're like, well, I'm not losing weight, it's because you can't lose weight if you're not feeding your body enough calories. 
It needs to stay in a homeostasis. It needs certain things in order to function. And if you're not giving it enough calories, eventually it's just going to plateau and it's going to be like, well, I'm going to hold on to everything that you give me because I need this just for basic bodily function. Again, we go back to growing your muscles. If you want to grow them, you have to make sure that you're eating enough. If you want to be able to drop weight, you have to make sure that you're giving your body enough food to be able to grow the muscles, maintain the muscles. Again, muscle is expensive real estate. It needs things, blood, oxygen, food, carbohydrates, protein, all of that. You can't just expect to be toned. You know, the word, everyone's like, I want to be toned. Well, being toned means you have muscle on your body. And again, if you're not feeding that, you're not going to have any. I feel like a broken record saying that, but it's so true. So again, when it comes to macros, the number one place that I encourage people to start is to just start tracking where you're at. Okay. Start tracking right now. You can download an app called my fitness pal. You can download an app called my net diary, N E T my net diary. And you can just start putting in what you're eating, track what you're eating and see, take a look at the end of the day and be like, Oh, wow. Today was just a normal day of eating for me. And again, I only got 72 grams of protein. Holy cow. That's not enough. And then you start to make some small adjustments. But if you start to work with a coach that's like, okay, well, you want to be this and you want to be that. So I need you at 180 grams of protein. Like if you're eating only 70 grams a day, that's going to shock you mentally, physically. That's going to be really hard. So I would say start where you are. Just start simply tracking. A simple, simple goal and something that's pretty attainable is just aim for 100 grams. Aim to get 100 grams of protein a day. I don't really care what your goal is. 100 grams of protein is the bare minimum and a really good place for you to start. Start writing it down. Start using the app on your phone. And so many of these apps are great because they have a barcode scanner. So you don't have to get all nitty gritty. You can scan. Okay, I had I had this protein shake. I had this protein bar. Okay, I had eggs. Scan the back of the egg carton. Boom, I had three eggs. Boom, I had six ounces of salmon. I had a half a cup of rice. Like it's really, really simple. Really simple. Remember, keep it simple, stupid. We don't need to overcomplicate this. But the industry has been lied to, or you, I'm sorry, you have been lied to by the industry saying, oh, you have to this and it has to be that. And you have to have all these intricate things. And like, we have to have, no. Yes. In the beginning, there's definitely going to be a learning curve, just like anything, just like learning a new language. It's going to be hard. You're going to have to really buckle down. But once you know that language, you are proficient in that language. You can speak it fluently. You got to practice it from time to time, of course. But as long as you do that, you it's second nature. Okay. That is how this can become. That is how macros, that is how feeding yourself. That is how nutrition can come. It's just second nature. You're like, Oh, this is simple. I'm a little bit under in my protein today. I know what to eat. I'm a little bit under in my carbs today. I know what to eat. And again, if you don't know what to eat, if you're struggling with this, if you're struggling with not seeing the results, you're like, I don't know, I'm working out and I'm eating healthy, but nothing's changing. Well, something's wrong. I'm just going to say it that freaking point blank. Something's clearly wrong. Clearly it's something with your workout routine. It's something with your protein. I'm sorry, your nutrition, probably your protein, or there's the, there's the chance that it could be your hormones. And yes, of course, that is a thing that does need to be checked on for some women. But 
if you're telling me, you know, this is my workout, I do it every day and I eat this and I, I still look the same. Okay, then something has to change. I had a client like a year ago who started with me and she was like, you know what, Ashley, I'm going to just surrender to the process. Okay. Because clearly what I'm doing isn't working. Clearly what I'm doing isn't working. So she's like, the worst case scenario is I give you 12 weeks and nothing happens. I stay the same. The best case scenario is in 12 weeks I have surrendered. I've learned something new and I look and feel completely different. And you want to know what happened? Within probably two to three weeks, she already lost a bunch of bloat. She was already feeling so much better. She had already learned so much nutrition that she didn't need to ask, you know, that many more questions. Of course, she's still engaged, but she was like, oh, wow, these quick nuggets were just changing her life. So again, it's really important that you work with a coach that helps to educate you, not just hold you hostage, educate you on what you can do going forward without them. So now she knows exactly what to do. She travels a ton for work. She knows what kind of food she needs to pack and prepare ahead of time in the airport. She knows what things to say no to, what things to say yes to. She knows what type of short workouts she can do if she's in a hotel or if she's traveling that are super efficient. She's not wasting any time dicking around in the gym or doing this workout class that she thinks might help or taking a spin class. She knows exactly what to do to get the results and more importantly, to maintain the results that she wants. And that is the biggest thing, again, when it comes to nutrition and fitness. There will be seasons. There might be something you're training for. There might be an event you're getting ready for. But by and large, once you find exactly what works for you, that's what you maintain. And for most of us, it's strength training. We need to do progressive overload strength training, not hit classes, none of that. I'm going to save that for another podcast because I could go off on the whole that whole industry, which is just so bad for most women. It's doing absolutely nothing. It's just keeping you super inflamed and puffy and you're not getting the results that you want. But for today, I really want to focus on the nutrition, on the macros. So remember, the next time you tell yourself or the next time you think, oh my gosh, I gained, I gained a pound, ask yourself, did I eat 3,500 more calories than I normally do in a day? And we go back to the example, 2,000. So you're telling me you had 5,500 calories today. And chances are for most people, you'd have to have 3,500 calories multiple days in a row over over what you need to sustain life. So again, I'm not just saying you had 3,500 calories today. I'm saying you had your normal, you know, again, for this scenario, 2,000, and then you had an additional 3,500. That's when actual weight gain can happen, okay? That's when we start to get in trouble, multiple, multiple days like that. And those things can happen. They can sneak up on you. A really great way to do that is with soda, with iced coffees that have a bunch of crap in them, with mindless snacking, with bringing in too much fat into your diet, that's how we start to really gain weight over time, not one day. So again, for you, those of you that weigh yourself every day, try to not do that. See what happens in a week. The worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to get on the scale and it's going to be the same number that it was last week, Okay. That's what's going to happen. But using that as a margin of what our worth is, what our body means is such trash. Just like I said a minute ago, 
a pound of cement and a pound of feathers weigh the exact same. It's still a pound, but they're going to take up a lot less space or different space, I should say. Sorry, different space. A pound of feathers is going to take up so much space. A pound of cement is going to be microscopic. That's an exaggeration, but you know what I'm saying. It's not going to be big at all. So to weigh yourself, what, what does that mean? You could, you could weigh 150 pounds and 50 pounds of that could be fat. And so what? So now you're like, oh, well, I, I, I'm, I like weighing 150. Let's say you weigh 160 and you want to get down to 150. So when you've lost 10 pounds, what have you actually lost? Have you lost fat? Have you lost muscle? You don't know. You have no idea because you're just waiting for an arbitrary number to say, ah, okay, 150 feels better for me. 150 what? What if you still weighed 150 pounds and you still had 50 pounds of fat on you versus when you weighed 160 pounds and you had 50 pounds of fat? Like what if losing those 10 pounds meant you actually lost 10 pounds of muscle? Think about that. Does the 150 now seem that much more appealing? You're like, oh, well, I weigh 150 now, so I'm good. No, you still have 50 pounds of fat on you. And that's what we want to get rid of. That's what we want to recomposition our body. And that's where macros come in. Feeding what we want to grow, feeding the muscle, giving yourself enough carbs, giving yourself enough protein, swapping out your body composition. We've all seen it on Instagram, you know, the picture that's like, here I weigh 140, here I weigh 140, and they look completely different. Now we're assuming those pictures aren't doctored, but if we're just going off of that, it's because yes, body recompositioning is exactly what happens when we dial in our nutrition. That's what has to happen. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. I hope that this was a little bit helpful, maybe a lot helpful. Again, I don't want to go overboard too much on this. If you're really looking to dive into macros, definitely make sure you look out for my monthly macro masterclass. It is really, really informative and it's going to get you your custom macros. I still think working with a coach such as myself, you know, for a duration of a time is really important in order to make sure that those macros are working and teach you how to eat and how to balance that. But if you come to the class and you just want a set of macros and you want to learn, it's a great place to start. Okay, guys, have a good week, have a good Monday, and I will talk to you soon. All right, that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to assume you enjoyed it because you're still here listening. So if that is the case, please show your girl some love and leave me a review wherever it is that you listen to your podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever. Show me some love and leave me a review, please. It is the best and most important way for me to grow this podcast. Also, if you like this episode and you think somebody else would benefit from it, or you just want me to know that you enjoyed it, please tag me on social at Ashley Randall Fit on Instagram. And that way I know you're enjoying it, which means I know more of what to create. So until next time, guys, thank you so much for being here. Be good to yourself and be good to each other. See ya.